mailbag preview show, special edition for the Melbourne Cup tomorrow. How are we doing, boys? Jack, how was Derby Day? Oh, phenomenal day. One of the great days of my punting life. Um, really enjoyed it. Looking forward to uh, – it looks like quite a juicy card on Tuesday. Obviously, the Melbourne Cup we're going to talk about, but let's be honest, none of us really know to any – like near the level of expertise we normally have um, with these horses. Uh, but we'll do our best there. But the the other races on the card look quite juicy. I'm quite excited about Tuesday. All right. Lovely. Uh, Rob, how was Derby was, for you? Oh, shit house. I, I was looking for a dunce hat. Um, you know, Jack's forever going to, you know, bring up that, what I said about osmosis, like, is, you know, you remember that time you said that? So <laughs> that's in the vault. Um, I had, a, I had a pretty dirty day. Didn't even back the Japanese horse. Fell into the thing. Jack liked a bit, which unbelievable. Out... That 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 yeah. um. So we're betting a fair bit now in Sydney and uh prices and Rob stuff and just I was I was uh it took me like three takes to figure out what he'd actually said in that text because I was just assuming that I'd see uh, the Oriental horse on top. That would have it, really it, sent you sideways, huh? Did you go for it, a walk? It, it, yeah, <laughs> mate. Especially, and you know, it wasn't like I saw the race badly. I had Pericles in there as well, which which we were on last start, which ran enormous. Said the Godolphin horses were going to run well. Um, they did. Um, yeah, it's just lovely, great attitude, the Japanese. But you know, it's it's an autumn three year old, so it just that on type, it just looked a bit smaller than the other ones. Um, but yeah, look, it, it was a mistake, you know. People saying, you know, the the run of the, the the Damien Lane horse was, you know, just to strike it from the record, it was trampled on, nearly fell over, sort of thing. Yeah, it was pretty. It on. was a pretty sick watch if you were on. It was indeed. All right, well, we'll have a look. Uh, we might as well have a little look at the tips then, uh, Rob. You mentioned so let's, let's, not, let's not rush over it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we both had winners, Jack, but some. Slightly different prices, but Rob's been done again. He had a tissue. He's got what's he gone bright side into a tissue. Yeah. Um, yeah, very unlucky there. Uh Jack Utah mm. Perovich at the valley at three dollars, uh four dollars ten. I tipped uh, it at five dollars. It started yeah. four ten on Betfair, oh. started a lot shorter on the corpse, but it's a little yeah. boost again to the to the POT and um yeah, on a bit of a roll. I, I, I don't bring that up. I tipped Macarena $13. It started $5, all right? So, you know, we've all got a hey. story. And I, yeah, I hey. tipped Onera at Todonga as a dead set moral at $2.10. Started, I think, $1.40 on the tote, $1.45 or something, but $1.64 on Betfair. And yeah, it's just another mistake for me not sending that at $2. You know, <laughs> I, I knew, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. I, 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 I went duck egg. Not, not, not a return all day. We, we put a finish date on this competition, didn't we? Uh, end of November, I think you said. Okay, good. How far in front am I now? Uh, you're looking at seventy three percent, thirty two percent for me, thirty nine percent for Rob, forty eight, beautiful three percent average for us all. Oh, look, full credit to us all. Um, but I look forward to uh, winning. Should we? Should we start talking about? Uh, the race that stops a nation in the other world. Two nations, actually. The, Cup. the New Zealand TAB sent through an email. It stops two nations. Does it? It does. So, but indeed, how's the track going to play, you think, Jack? What time will it jump in, in Z, like 7 p.m.? 
Nah, five o'clock. Uh, I think the truck will race really fairly on the circle. Um, two meter rail is a really fair rail. Um, p- perfect conditions today in Melbourne. It's it's outstanding down here. Like it's truly beautiful weather. Um, so they'll need to apply some irrigation, but you expect that even out anyway if there's any sort of lanes bought this race, which is race seven. Um, yeah. Every horse gets their chance. Having said that, this, this is a massive field with a lot of uh, map uncertainty, particularly with, you know, even like Sulcombe's drawn four, perfect barrier, but it's the greatest barrier of all time for jumps with them. It's a curse if it misses. Mm. And then you're trying to map all these horses you've never seen before. So it's tough. All right. We'll, we'll go through each runner, a um, little comment on each, and then we'll make a decision off that. So start with Gold Trip, Kieran Ma, Dave Eustace, James McDonald rides. What do we think here? I think very, very hard to knock. Barrier two is a big advantage, I think. Like he can just jump and be sort of just worse than midfield, get the most economical run of all time. And I think that's how they ride him because of the weight. And if the C's part, the C's part. And if they don't, they don't. But I don't think they snick and try and circle. Um, he's got the – this is the only time like I ever lean on the, the, the um, time form – Rating or you know the, the time form stuff, Rob, um, for the internationals. Yeah. Um, something like you know, 119 is good, you know, 110 is not good. Enough. I think sort of like 125, 125 is what you need as a rule, roughly. Sort of stood up in the Cox plate. Um, he's obviously got that, you know, so he's airborne, he's flying, he's got a very informed rider for a very informed camp. Um, I think this is tougher than he faced last year, but he's a chance of just getting the complete peach. The Maccabi David peach, Rob, you know? Up the guts, boom. Oh, one of the biggest rorts of all time. Why was that a soft six that day in the middle of the drought? Anyway. I don't stop. <laughs> um, yeah, certainly. The, the, I mean, obviously, his, his Turnbull win was um, pretty explosive and that, that form, well, all around that. You know, has been outstanding, hasn't it? Yeah, he's just a very good horse, flying too, like just just flying. But there's a chance. I, I think they have to ride for luck, and then you, do you get the luck? And at that price point, I don't know. You'd be be pretty brave. All right, Alan Kerr, Alan Kerr, for Mike Maroney, Damien Oliver. If you hadn't heard, Damien Oliver's last Melbourne Cup carnival. Is he rode well on? Um, Got his on Saturday. Like, mm-hmm. if you go back and watch his ride on More Secrets, I was on it. I was on a bunch of them in that race. Um, like just a peach for a get back horse. He was three back the fence in a fast run race, but not not digging a horse at all. But unfortunately, just the horse couldn't sustain the gallop. But um, he's riding real well. Uh, he'll need to ride really well to get this horse to be competitive. Doing a tiny bit of research, this horse gone backwards since they imported it um who knows maybe english digital all right we'll skip over that pretty quickly then i've got this i've got this theory that anything with more than other than cold trip with more than like three starts in australia it's pretty much got none but you know yep. done that yeah no 
Hey, number you do three, Number three without a fight, Mark Zara and Anthony and Sam Friedman. Obviously, the Caulfield Cup winner. Flying. Um, well backed since uh, the markets went up. Oh, since the betting sort of got serious the last couple of days. Um, I, I don't know where it gets to and run, and it needs to circle them. So whilst I think if, if he had a single-digit barrier, I'd be a lot keener, but I think he's flying. I think he'll run a really big race, and he'll, he'll run into the sort of top. You know, they love talking about top sevens and tens now when the cup comes around, don't they? If they... If you could fence sit just even harder than they normally do, I think you could run a good top 12, maybe, maybe top 10. Um, yeah, he's going good, but just barrier 16 is a curse. So, um, with his racing pattern, Mark Zara absolutely flying as well, though. Suits Mark, though, doesn't it? Yeah, if there's a man to bring up to just to pull out a peach mm. on the biggest race of the year, well, he's your man. All right. Uh, number four, breakup for the Japanese and for Rob. Uh, K Matsuyama rides and ride team Yoka trains. Uh, was obviously you liked it in the Caulfield Cup, Rob. Uh, went went pretty well. So I, I, I was I was counting it at the 800 mm-hmm. uh, in the Caulfield Cup. I, I thought he was flying, um, at that point. Um, and it was disappointing in the straight now. You know, as in, if anyone is on X or Twitter, um, they should be following uh, Graham, or long ball to no one. He had some nice footage of this horse at Werribee or where, whatever it is. He thinks it's 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 much better now. So if it's improved off its first run, there used to be a theory that, you know, you needed one run in Australia before you won a Melbourne Cup. He has. Um, he, the, 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 the distance suits him more than the Caulfield Cup. Um, the, wide, the wide draw is not really a knock, is it? Uh well look he he he's off that fast Caulfield Cup I'm I'm not sure exactly what the jockey does but we'll get a price just because no one's ever heard of him just like the Delta Blues days um when Ollie was on the the, the pop pop rock it might have been at eight dollars now Delta Blues was twenty just because he had the you know a bit of racism and maybe I don't know um yeah anyway look I I think the horse will improve whether he's good enough I'm not sure but his form in Japan would suggest he's good enough is he's mm. you know he's a he's a middle middle midfielder in 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 their good races I did have some pretty good recent like evidence John to suggest that they don't have to be like the best of the best from there mm. to come over and win our races like they just won the Cox Plate they won the King Charles or whatever it's called on Saturday that was worth 10 million and Golden Eagle Golden Eagle and yeah I I did watch a few of his replays. He he rolls forward quite often from wide draws, um, which obviously they they might choose to do here. Um, he ran fourth to oh, something in the Tenno show, the one that's over thirty two hundred meters. Um, and then yep. of course that one that that he ran fourth to ran second to Equinox in the other Tenno show just been so. Panthalissa, who won the Dubai. I don't think it's that, but liberty, uh, something like that anyway. but um, He also gets a kilo swing, which is the weights are relevant in this race. Of all the races we ever talk about, the weights are the most relevant in this race. He gets a kilo swing and started um, 10 bucks, firm in betting versus without a fight, 850, gold trip, 650. Solgum, eight bucks last time they met. So just off his SP at like 20, he's $20 right now, bet fair. 
you know he's going to roll forward or we, we anticipate he will. Like, yeah. It's uh, a sound case made for this horse to, to be uh, up there in the finish. Perfect. Uh, number five, Vorban, the favourite, Ryan Moore, Willie Mullins. Everyone saw him gallop at Flemington. Oh, well, didn't he gallop? Uh, Ryan Moore flies in. He just rode some of the great rides of all time, apparently. I couldn't tell which horse he was on, but I just could see the, the narrative and yarn on the sphere. Um, he's, he's a great rider. Um, this horse has a time form rating of 119. As a six-year-old, I'm confused by that. Um, but he's got 55 kilos and Ryan Moore and Barrier 3, so I'm very anxious to be against him. There's a little bit of a soften in his price uh, since sort of the last day or two. Um, I don't know. I think the favourite in this race with 55 kilos and inside Barrier and Ryan Moore needs to be thoroughly respected. I'll probably keep it that simple. Mm. So he's he's got to improve his time form rank rating a little bit to be sort of there or thereabouts for what's required normally to win this race. I said at the top of the show, 119 is what you need. Well, there you go. Maybe we've seen it in the stars, baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't bring up that. Should have backed that in the last two. Um, Anything to Dolcom. add? Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> number six. Yep. Waller. Marrera. He's got the same time form rating as as Vorban. This could be one of the great Uncle Chris uh, mm. cuddles of all time. Got him over here. Fuck, he's good. Then one of the great protectors of handicap all time. <laughs> Grand final day, Joe. I I I think this horse is uh, a very fair price from a great barrier. I'd be shocked if he missed the start. He's got fifty three and a half kilos. He's back to the scene of the crime. He loves Flemington. Um, he's going to get the suckiest run of all time, provided he jumps, and I bet you he does. His SPs versus these horses, when potentially protecting handicap, still outstanding and make his price very fair. Um, I think of the locals that we know, he's a very much a, the probably the main box ticker for me versus price. Yeah, I think there's a good chance he'll miss the start again. Mm. I don't think I think you're not paying Uncle Chris enough respect. That's what I All think. Right. Okay, <laughs> okay. That would um, be. But yeah, I, know I, I think I think he's like a fair price versus Gold Trip, and without a fight, basically, he gets a kilo swing on without a fight. Gold Trip meets him the same weight, but Gold Trip had a better barrier, uh, had a better run. I thought than he's probably going to get here. Like he needs a lot to go right here, Gold Trip. Every indication you'll know your case in run, won't you? Like, and there'll be that much liquidity too that if you wanted to bet in run, you probably could. Um, yeah, if if Gold Trip or or Sulcum is midfield, rails in run, just asleep, they're the two that I'd be just pounding in run. Yeah, that's a good tip. Number seven, the stable mate to the favorite, absurd, 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 absurd. Uh, Zach Purden rides. By Fastnet Rocks, again. quite interesting. Mm. I, don't, I don't know any Fastnet Rocks that's got 3,200. Um, but yeah, obviously, 
superior to most of these horses being European. Um, that's all I can say. <laughs> they, they backed this horse the last two days, so like that's just tells me to respect it. It needs to improve its time form ranking rating. Um, but the market's saying it will, the weight's saying it will, and um, it's got the right barrier, the right rider, and from the right camp to, to go well in this race. But one of the only races he hasn't won, Zach Purton, I reckon. He'd be keen and eager. It started mm. six bucks versus Volban at worth eight million dollars. Ascot over twenty eight hundred meters started six dollars versus two, and Volban won by seven and a half lengths. Gets two kilos in its favor, better off. Still, yeah. So I'd back Volban to beat it. Yeah, at the prices available right now, which is like four forty versus twelve. All right, number eight, right you are, Karen Ma, Dave Eustace, John Allen. Um, just a great protector of the handicap, I reckon. This preparation, um, they knew where they were going. You need to gently promote these sort of horses, I think. Um, big fat SPs, but against the right horses in the right races. Um. I think the chink is Barrett 15. They have to go forward. Um, well, they're completely cast. Just probably makes it a more honest race. And I know I know Rob will probably have a, a little bit more of an opinion of it because it's by so you think than I do. But um, I think a good horse, just big test from that barrier. I can't say too much, mate. I've, I've never seen the horse in the flesh. Um, I'm sure he's a good type. One seventeen, um, time form. What? Okay, it's there thereabouts. Um, it's better. It's better than you predict for this horse, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually, and it's it's over overall. You know, stats. Uh, you know, are pretty good with ten wins from twenty six starts, and and it you know, absolutely loves Flemington. This horse loves it. Flemington six horse. six starts. Flemington two wins, a second and two thirds. If you don't mind. Maybe it's a big price. Just the barriers confusing me a little bit with Johnny. Mm. All right. It's maybe one of those horses you don't lose on if it gets to 100 to 1. Number nine, yeah. 19 winner, Vaughan Declare, Danny O'Brien, Billy Egan. It's short enough, I think, but it's flying. This horse winning would make me so happy. This is the horse I'd probably cheering for if I'd. Didn't have a bet in the race. I'd love to see Billy three quarter slows Egan win a Melbourne Cup. It mate, it warm my heart. Um, this horse is absolutely flying. All runs his preparation, full of merit. Um, he was race fastest in the Might and Power like home. I thought he was very good uh, at Mooney Valley. That was a good three. So. Uh, anxious about how he's like come through that run, but it'll go one way or the other as an eight-year-old. We obviously know he gets the trip. Um, we we know he's got good ability. I just I just thought he'd be like the similar price to like right you are, you know. Um, but I think he's flying, hmm. and um, I just think I just think for his price versus the barrier and like. How you can sort of time in through like right you are beating last preparation. Um 
I think, I think he's probably a, a little bit too short. You know, right, you are sort of the same price as him that day. Yeah, so I'd love to see him win, though. I, I backed him at Mooney Valley. I thought it was a great run. Um, didn't look like the map helped him at all on that occasion. Um, look, he'll have to flop out the back and, and just, just be a great, great ride to be in the finish here. Uh, I can't see them going forward. Um, yeah. He's probably a bit short because you know all those once a year betters will be going like, oh yeah, that one, you know, maybe mm. it can win again, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Getting in the minds of the nuffies. Uh, mm. The horse that did beat him in the Moody Valley Gold Cups, the ten Cleveland McD Chris Lee's. Chrissy Lee's, love to see Chrissy Lee's win it. Um, don't think he will though. Barrow twenty three, Mickey D. Going to take a piece from Michael, and he's capable of it. Um, but this horse needs to improve a fair bit, I think. Um, was given like their complete PR last start to win. Um, yeah, not for me. Yeah, I, I backed it at Newcastle. Um, I, I was against it when, when the other day when um the English handicapper um it, it it smashed him up. You know the whatever that's rated. I forget if it was having its first start in Australia. Um, the land legend. So. Yeah, at um, Randwick, uh, and then yeah, he's had a perfect run last start. I I, I can see this starting a hundred to one. Yep. Uh, number eleven, Ash Run, Ma Eustace, Kieran McAvoy. It's an interesting horse. This one, like when Andres Voller had it, it started twenty six bucks in a Melbourne Cup. Got back to twenty third from Barrier twenty three. Mm. Drawn well, Karen. You know we knock him sometimes. Um, people knock him. He, he wins big races for fun. Karen McAvoy. Uh, it's a really good barrier for a horse that's got a, like I think genuine upside. I thought his run in the Geelong Cup was good. I, I really liked his run. Um, the the run that sort of really took my eye was the Flemington run. Uh, Might have been the Turnbull. Or the Bart Cummings, mm-hmm. the Bart Cummings. He was here. We go. He was the second best closer in that race, and the thirteenth best last one hundred of the meeting. Mm-hmm. He's a horse we know is capable. Um, can he get back to that level? Well, we're going to find out on Saturday, on Tuesday. I, I think he's a fair price and potentially uh, a a good roughie to have on your team, Sash Run. Alrighty. Uh, number 12, uh, Daquan Sweet Jr. Is that how you say it? Can't remember. Uh, Dan Stackhouse and Philip Stokes. I'd be shocked. I'd be I very, very to. shocked. I got. Yeah, I, don't, um, I, I wish him the best of luck, but I don't think he can win. All right. Uh, the 13, Okita Sushi. Tricky one here too for the punters playing at home. You know, I expected Rob to sort of take over the commentary here. As I looked across, though, it's trained by Joseph O'Brien and Kilkenny Island, so it's not Japanese. This horse, it's by Galileo. Rob, Irish route, yeah. Yeah, That is a bit confusing. Um, (laughs) Is that Amicus? Is that is it out of Amicus the Waller horse? I I, wow, possibly. Remember that? Yeah, I do. It won won the um, Carnival Week. Thousand guineas. Yep. As well. Every chance it would be, you know, for for the breeding. 
Um, yeah, how do I let it go, though, if that's the case? That's what we've got to find they out. They probably got $2 million for it as a broodmare. $31 and slowly away in the Caulfield Cup. Was drawn 12, got way back. It's drawn 20 here. Could probably gets way back. It's it's hard to make a case for, isn't it? But then we've got the old scurry theory, um, which I'm respecting because I don't really know what I'm talking about when it comes to these races. Melbourne Cups is second run Australia. I mean, well, that, that that used to be that used to be the golden rule, but you know that that's out in the last sort of five years. But um, look, I'm 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 busy finding out whether it is that amicus for, for Uncle it, Chris Waller. It is uh, that it is indeed. I've just looked it up out of Fastnet Rock. Uh, by Fastnet Rock, I should say, Amicus. Yeah, good, good filly, one of mine. She was. Bit of narrative there too. Oh. Oh, and Dylan, come Dylan back Gibbons home. Runs. Dylan oh. Gibbons, one of ours. We love Dylan. Um, what a ride uh, until Valhalla uh, last Wednesday at Ringwick Kenzo. God bless you, Dylan, and best of luck in this year's Melbourne Cup. Probably his first Melbourne Cup, first of many. 14, Shiraz. Uh, Another one of ours, Bowie Mertens. We love Bo. For Chris Waller. Fuck me, Bo's got a job ahead of him here. Mm. From Barrier 22, a horse with no tactical speed <laughs> and dead set limited ability in Australia. Has it won in Australia? Not for a very long time. Races at the right level, no doubt. Uh, it was specced. It was specced early in one of these races. It might have been one of the ones at Caulfield. Can't remember. Anyway, uh, I think this has got a big job ahead of it and can't win. All right. 15, Last Tochka. Craig Williams, Bryce Kent from France. Unbelievable. Unbelievable setup this, Rob. My boy, mm. Charlie. This is Bosch. Right. Oh, he's, a, he's more but of a wet tracky sprinter. It's got the Melbourne Cup silks on it. Bryce Kent Jr. hungry to 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 do a job for these silks, no doubt, and and racing's greatest human being finds a way to get on top of it. So uh, it ticks a couple of boxes for me, like of the full narrative, um, just picking with with limited ability angles. Um, but it's a little bit scary, I'd have to say. Um, I reckon they sort of price it at a point where you don't really need to make an, an, too much of an opinion. Though you can't fall into order that price, can you? Unless you know something. We're sort of saying we don't know much. Don't Time know. form rating 112, so it needs to find a little bit. All right. Uh, 16, Magical Lagoon, Chris Waller, Mark Duplessis. Uh, Ollie rode this in the Geelong Cup, and it went head-to-head with the good young horse that Carr rode first immortal, and they both sort of... You know, punched away. He was only he ran six in your form guide. He was only beaten one and a half, one point one lengths. Um, I don't know, don't know what to do with it. I I, I think probably leave. Uh, I think it'll start like closer to three hundred or four hundred bucks on Betfair. Um, it started twenty one dollars there in the Geelong Cup. It started sixty one dollars. First up, this prep and ninety-one dollars second up. So the SP profile, this horse is poor, and the jockey switch is a negative. Cool. Seventeen military mission, Coolmore Stud Stakes winning jockey Rachel King, and Waterhouse Oz, Old Osmosis, <laughs> the worst horse from Sydney. Yes, mate. 
beep, beep, beep. It's back in the room again. Um, yeah. <laughs> United Nations was, uh, I thought, entitled to go a lot better than it did on Saturday in the, uh, the one of the old lead-up races to the Melbourne Cup, little backdoor entries. Um, I, I thought he was playing um, and he was, with luck, he would have run over the top of military mission at Caulfield. He should have beat it. Um, therefore, I can't have this horse in this race um, at all. Probably. Gay and Adrian, uh, would they be the most airborne operation in Australia right now, Rob? I'd say, yeah. You think, you think well, especially with their young horses, the two and three-year-olds, they just keep winning for Fun. How did that Kaiser start so long on race one? House not on. But look, this this looks look well unders to me. It got the perfect run to win the Newcastle Cup. Full credit, Rachel, that day. Um, I can't see it. I can just see it adding some some tempo into the race, which I, I like. So I like it being in the race for that reason. All right. 18, stable mate to military mission, serpentine, serpentine. Uh, draws one, Giant McNeil. Yeah, Waterhouse bot again. I don't think he can win. I get a bit anxious saying that with prices versus horses that can win or could win. I respect a little bit. I respect the Silks. I respect John McNeil from Barrow One, and I really respect Gay and Adrian. So I'm still going to say can't win. I think it's, it's like a $100 shot, not a $50 shot, which is not a big difference in percentage, but um, yeah. Started 31s last year. Didn't, well, I don't think it finished in the cup. It's not, not one for me. Rob, anything to add there? No, mate, I've never seen it. Don't know. Virtuous Circle, number 19, Craig Newitt, Liam Howley. Potentially the worst placed horse with ability in Australia. Um, and this is just another piece of Black art. mark. Honest to God. Good horse. Poorly placed. Um, I don't know if he's a good sire either, but that's for debate. I'd have this horse. I'd have this horse doing a lot of other things, but I wish uh, Froggy knew it the best of luck from Barra Six. He can do his thing. Um, I love the frog. Number 20, more felons, Jamin Carr, Chris Waller. 10 10 to $12 in the Geelong Cup, Rob. Probably a little bit further back than you'd want to be. You had to make a sustained run for Mickey D. Jamie Carr goes on, drops four and a half kilos, um, drawn 24. Uh, very, very grey up for me map-wise. Where do I have it, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Um, what's it called? More felons. Back. I've got, I've got it going right to the back. Therefore, um, Done. Alrighty. Can't win. Uh, 21, Future History, Holly Doyle, Kieran Maher, Dave Eustace. A 10% share in it went for plenty on English Digital last month. Jack's fallen asleep on us. Well, while he's asleep, I'm thinking um, anything out of the Geelong Cup, I can't have. They look to be really plotting that day, and they're all a bunch of finished Geelong but Cup is, forms. Are you talking about future history? Future no, history. no, I'm talking about oh. m- more felons or whatever. Anything out of the Geelong Cup is just, I'm, it's just a pen. No. Yeah, a bit of recency bias though, for people that do like it because of um, high emotion and a few others last year, I think. 
No, there's a horse out of it last year that was competitive. Anyway, uh, future history, Jono, is that what mm-hmm. we're on to? Sorry. Yeah. Yep. I don't hate this horse. Um, well, Straw and Barrow 13, we know it rolls a little bit forward. It's given half a, like, you know, don't need to win this race last start ride, and it went enormous. Short enough though at the same time. 40, 50 bucks. I probably uh have it on my team. I put it in all my exotics, probably to run third and fourth. I remember when I was young and, and like just a victim. You you do all like this one can run first and second, and this one has got to run third and fourth, and then they finish and you go and check all your numbers. Fuck, just got that fucking one wrong. I'd be doing that with this horse if I was a young punter. I think he's gonna run a great race. I think that they are. Such a good uh, training organization, particularly with the big horses like these, like the the big stayers. He'd anticipate a peak, and that peak would have him um, thereabouts in a moderate Melbourne Cup. Um, just yeah, what what level does this race go to? Anything to add for him? Top Rob? ten, Rob. I'll say top ten. Yeah, he looks like mate, a top ten. He looked a nice little weight weight swing there down, but um, weight swing. Oh, I know, but the, the, I, I just don't think it looks good enough to me. Well, number 22, interpretation, Theodore Nugent and uh, Kiramar Davustis, the, what was it, the Bendigo Cup winner? Oh, I thought I had every uh, every possible in the Bendigo Cup, um, and, and God bless it, um, backed it, and... I thought that just off that sort of setup, you need to be very, very careful. It was like, as I said, given an absolute peach of a ride. And now with this draw 17, I think it's not going to get a peach of a ride. Um, but I wish Tia Nugent all the best from that barrier to, to, to do something special. Horse is flying, but it did only just get past a horse that would be 300 to 1 here. So I'm against. All right, 23, Carla Paul, another one for Chris Lees, Zach Lloyd. Chrissy Lees. The to ride. Peach on the quick backup last start, like absolute peach suited last start, so want to be against if I can. Um, I did think, though, like the way it won and the lack of, like it wasn't a gut buster, was it, Rob? Not at all. This horse is actually a, a top ten chance. I think um, one of the best of the locals. I saw it at Newcastle. Exactly. Tracking along slowly throughout the prep, like he, he didn't look that good on. It ran well in the Newcastle Cup, I thought, but it, it, it then it improved again. It's improved again, and now it's one in Melbourne on the three day backup. It's set to peak, and um, yeah, I, th- I think they'll be getting a, a good a good check. I agree. Top ten. Yep. Uh, 24 true marvel Ben Thompson can't win can't win can't win no bottom way. bottom running the last four all right not the top 10 um all right well let's let's go through what we think then Jack um Who you got on top I'm gonna go with Sulcum to win the Melbourne Cup this year Sulcum um is my pick 
Good sign already. Rob That's a good sign. Yeah, that helps me. (laughs) Um, For the 2023 Melbourne Cup, I am with Sulkham, Uncle Chris, Aussie Kerr, Johnny O'Neill, and uh, Smoke and Joe. All right, Rob. Oh, look, I'm, I might be a punch late, but I'm I'm going to stick with break up. Um, I think at the price, it's it's just represents some value, and if we get, you know, anything with the two and you know twenty to one and plus, I think it's a decent bet. John, I thought Solcom as well, to be honest. Uh, hope, hopefully, it um, doesn't get too far back. That's the only real sort of negative for it. Um, well, yeah. you know, you'll yeah, know the, your fate the, in the first three seconds. Yeah, we will. We will. And the biggest positive about doing a bonus show for you two is a chance to uh, re- redeem some type of self-respect and, and climb the ladder exactly. uh, to dig yourself out of. What are we <laughs> playing for again? Was there a prize? It's just bragging rights, I think. Yeah. But, it's um, got to be something. Maybe what? Maybe a share in a horse. <laughs> you weren't um... You weren't giving away prizes when it was when you were third. No, no, I'm not going to get it, but you two could. Okay. All right. You sort of got them. Um, bet, bet then. My best bet uh, for Tuesday's cup meeting at Flemington is f- just thinking race two, number four, Forgot You, Busted and Young, Blake Shin, $3.60 available. Um, I thought it was an enormous run at Mooney Valley, just getting back to a sort of what I think this horse is capable of now after a little bit of a layoff. Uh, I think he'll be very hard to beat in a race two, the Furphy Plate, 800 metres at Flemington on Tuesday. All right. Rob, you got a best bet? Uh, look, I'm just a masochist, I think. I'm going to um, follow my girl, Kamachi. Uh, in again, um, she's as good as any filly in Sydney up to 1400 meters. She's back to 1400 meters here. She gets Damien Lane. Um, and around this sort of three, this is where I should have been just been playing if I was keen to win this bloody tipping contest in this three, two to four dollar range. Um, I think I think she'll again run a big race. And, um, yeah, there's only one to beat, there's only other one other horse in the race, which is the Godolphin. Um, so, yeah, come watch you for me. Race number, have you got that in front of you? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's race eight, so it's uh, so it's two after the cup. Race eight, number three, Flemington. Oh, Flemington, sorry. Yeah, okay. All right, I'll go Pukakoi, uh, race 10. Number You're a pussy. Like, why aren't you betting something at Flemington? It's cup, it's cup day. Well, why aren't you betting something at Pukakoi? Because I don't even know where it is. Yeah, you know, but you'll be watching Flemington. Probably, yep. Anyway, it's uh, it's Fulton playing the V. Punters at home, he's just playing the V. Classic, classic John behavior. This just sort mm. of keeping well, it simple, keeping it safe. Well, it's a nine dollar shot, so Woo! Not that oh, wow. Oh, cool. Race, here he comes. Race 10, number three, Lung Jun Zhong Feng. Oh, I'm gonna watch just for the call, just for the call, right? Um. Uh, $9 shot, yep. Uh, drawn one. It first up was enormous when you couldn't make up any ground uh, it, on, on the day to win. It made up a lot of ground uh, to finish fourth. Goes up to the mile now, which really suits. Uh, draws one, considered a lot handier. Vinnie Colgan actually going all right at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I really like it. Nine bucks. Also, like, 
Also like um, Carbling in the last at Sydney. And, nice horse. Uh, keep an eye out, punters. Wednesday afternoon, the, the fields will come out for Saturday's Champions Day. We're going to have one runner, probably could have two, and might have um, might have uh, racing's first lady in the saddle. Stand by. Gay Waterhouse. Jamie Carr. Jamie. Isn't Gay Waterhouse the first lady? Well, like of the like, she has a sit in the saddle. Yeah. She's the first lady of like training. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, have a good cup day. Oh, she's on the up. She's coming back. Two yeah, winners can't. on Saturday. Was it two winners on Saturday? She rode. Yeah, yeah. I know she rode space walk to win. Space walk. My God, that's my new. You know, I should have pulled the pin when I didn't fucking send him. Huh? My all boys. Just, I just open the app. And say, oh, that's right, Dicko's, Dicko's back this horse. That's what I'll do. Well, I did, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't do it for the punters, sadly. Mm. I, I put something on Discord, you know, because, yeah. Anyway, he's, he's been a horse we've been on the service probably about seven times. Themailbag.com.au, uh, accountable betting advice, a lot of different ways uh, all across your Melbourne Cup day, all across this great country. Um, get involved if you want to uh, get some accountable accountable betting advice via our app. Guys, I hope you have an absolutely phenomenal uh, Melbourne Cup day. I hope you land a juicy, filthy, life-changing first four and um, have a phenomenal Melbourne Cup day. Bye for now. Good luck. Good luck, everyone.